is Ticats today on the Ticats Audio Network for a Wednesday, August the 18th, 2021. It's your digital host, Louis B. Thanks so much for joining me wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Ticats still on bye week. They didn't cut it short. They're still on bye week, so not much to talk about when it comes to the Hamilton Tiger Cats. They're still 0-2. Nothing's really changed. I, I did notice uh, Dane Evans was... Uh, out with his uh, wife in uh, out on the town in uh, in Hamilton. So great to see uh, Dane and, uh, and and Murph, his dog too, and uh, his his wife Nikki. But uh, a player's been relatively quiet. I thought I'd be able to keep uh, tabs. I thought I'd have like a big. Here's what everybody's up to on bye week. But uh, they're doing a good job of shutting down social media and uh, and tuning it out. And hopefully, you know, just kind of refocusing, regrouping, and getting ready for their next game against the Montreal Alouettes next Friday. Uh, speaking of the Montreal Alouettes, because there's the Ticats today bye week edition, uh, we're going to take a look at matchups throughout the week in the CFL. And today we're focused on the Calgary Stampeders hosting the Montreal Alouettes. And uh, very pleased to be joined uh, later on in the show by Danny Austin. He covers the Stampeders for the Calgary Sun and Heralds. Um, lots to get into with, with Danny because, of course, the big news across the CFL yesterday was that Bo Levi Mitchell had been placed on the six-game injured list after breaking his leg. So, I mean, obviously a, a huge loss. Bo Levi Mitchell, a surefire Hall of Famer uh, when it comes to the Canadian Football League, Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Um, But next up, Michael O'Connor, a Canadian. Yes, we are going to have two Canadians start a game in a season in the CFL, the same season. 25-year-old Michael O'Connor is going to get this start for the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, So we'll get to that uh, with Danny in just a few moments, but not a great start. For the Stamps, uh, they're 0-2 for the first time since 2009. So, obviously, things aren't going right in Calgary. They'll try to straighten the ship when they take on the Montreal Alouettes, as mentioned, on Friday. And Let's let's get to this conversation because uh, Danny Austin's here with us now. And uh, Danny, the Stamps are 0-2. Bo Levi Mitchell is on the six-game injured list. I have to know, did the Sun still rise in Calgary. Yeah, too. I mean, it, it rose. Uh, I would I would say that, like, literally the smoke has cleared here in Calgary. The forest fire smoke is gone. But, uh, yeah, it's it's not a great time to be a Stampeders fan, let's be honest. Let's talk about Bo Levi Mitchell. Obviously, you know, the face of the franchise for many years. Uh, broken leg, it's not like he's done. But um, just just how big of a loss is, is Bo Levi to this team? I mean, it's huge. I think that we saw in 2019 when Bo went down sort of with a shoulder injury, Nick Arbuckle was there and obviously did a good job, was ready to step in. Um, Arbuckle had been the backup for a year, right? Like he had that experience. He'd been in the system. He knew it was clearly ready to be, you know, a quarterback in the CFL. I don't know that you can say that about Jake Meyer or um, Michael O'Connor, who are the two guys showed up at the beginning of camp. not saying they're bad players, not saying they won't be ready, but... um, it's bad. And when you're 0-2 and you're missing your starting quarterback for six games in a 14-game season, 
you start putting the connecting the dots, and it's it's a pretty horrible situation for the Snake Eaters. Obviously, no Ryan Dinwiddie, who was a huge uh, part of of Nick Arbuckle's development, and I'm sure uh, Bo Levi's continued success. But there is some consistency on this coaching staff. Pat Delmonico, eighth season. Mark Mueller, eighth season. Dave Dickinson, thirteenth season. How is that going to help Michael O'Connor and kind of Dave Dickinson? Uh, kind of all be on the same page here. Yeah, I mean, I think. Dave Dickinson, as we all know, is a, I mean, he's a former quarterback. He's a quarterback's coach, and I, I'm not going to – in any way, Dinwiddie was a big part of, of both Bo but also Arbuckle. So uh, it's a big challenge for Mark Mueller. But, I mean, I think the Stampeders know their system. That's always been true. It's sort of – you know, they obviously change certain wrinkles, but it's, it, it's the same thing year after year. So I, I do think that, you know, O'Connor, since he signed, has had the playbook, has been learning it. And, I yeah, I think that you have an experienced, stable coaching staff and – what Dave has said, and I think that this is important, and this is where you know having a quarterbacks coach mattered, is, is he says we're not whoever's a starter, and there's still some debate. Although, you know, I think that's just there's not that much debate. But uh, if O'Connor goes in there and ha- has a couple bad throws, Dickinson wants him to know that he's not going to pull him. Right? He has his trust. He doesn't have to play perfectly, and I think that trust and and just sort of knowing your place matters and. Um, I think we'll see a lot of that over the coming weeks. I don't think Michael O'Connor needs to be bullied by Mitchell in week one. I think uh, anyone in the CFL, if you ask uh, who covers this league, uh, if you say who's Jake Mayer, um, I'm not sure if a lot of people would know. You cover the Stams, so i got to ask you, who's, who's Jake Mayer? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's an American kid. Um, I, I know that they're really high on him. He played, uh, played I believe, UC Davis down in California. Um, can absolutely throw the ball. I mean, he, he is fun to watch. But as, as we both know, you know, watching the backups in practice, they can make nice throws, but that doesn't mean they're making nice, the right reads and, and all sorts of things. But the fact is, I mean, he won a job in camp. They, they like what they see. He's young. Um, I, I don't know that he's ready to be taking starters reps. Um, you know, he doesn't have much experience in the Canadian game. We didn't even have a preseason uh, game to sort of get in that experience. But, um, you know, whether Jake Meyer's ready – now or not doesn't mean he won't be ready. I think there's there's real potential there, and the Stampeders are really high on him for that. Uh, we're talking to Danny Austin. He covers the Stamps for the Calgary Sun and Herald. Um, positives to take from the first two games? I know here in Hamilton we've kind of been uh, struggling to, to, to find some positives, but what about you? What have you seen from Calgary that, that makes you think, all right, you know, the season's not over? Uh, <laughs> those are two different questions. Um, I... <laughs> Look, I, I think the run game has been better than it was in 2019. I think Kadeem Carey has done a, has done a good job in the combination of him with Ante Milanovic-Litre. I think if they can really get it going and get the offensive line finding holes, I think that's going to be a real weapon for them. Um, like, look, quarterbacks, both Mikhail Bethel-Thompson and Mike Riley, put up pretty decent numbers uh, against the Stamps. But I, I actually think the Stamps' defense has been pretty solid uh, at keeping teams out of the end zone. There's sort of been one bad drive a game uh, that I think people are focusing on. But if the defensive line can start putting a little more pressure on opposing quarterbacks and, and just give the defensive backs a break, uh, I think the defense will be in good shape. So, you know, I, I think there's going to be a lot of games. If the Stampeders are going to win, they're going to have to win, you know, 2018, 21, 17, those, those types of low scoring games. And I think the defense is good enough to, to maybe keep them in it. Hmm. Um, and just, just want to ask about uh, John Hoffnagel. Do you think he'll be uh, kind of on the phones this week or do you think he's going to wait and see what he's got with Michael O'Connor before kind of pulling a trigger on any signings or, or trades if there are quarterbacks out there? It's, it's the big question. I mean, I, I don't think the Stampeders want to be going ahead with just two quarterbacks for, for six weeks. The nice thing is, I mean, I shouldn't say nice thing. That's the wrong term. But um, 
with, with, with a little bit of like a fracture or a break, you know your recovery time. Like it's not the same as sort of an ACL or an MCL or soft tissue damage. So I think the Stampeders do know when Bo will be back. And I, I don't know that you're going to go out and get a veteran who, who needs to potentially be able to play for the rest of the year in case there are complications. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think you might look if there's anyone available, try to find sort of a third stringer, just someone who, in case things go really badly, is available. But for now, the reality is I, I think the Stamps need to roll with these two young quarterbacks and, and hope that they pick the game up fast and that it works out. I, I don't think you're going to go get someone who's ready to take starter reps um, off these two yet. Uh, well said. Danny, uh, thanks for doing this. Appreciate catching up. Man, always my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Danny Austin, he covers the stamps for the Calgary Sun and Herald. And, you know, 0-2 for the Ticats, not a great start. 0-2 for the stamps, the worst start for that team since 2009. I was about to say like 2012, 2013, but I had to stop myself and say 2009, which doesn't even make sense. 2009! More than a decade since the Stampeders have started 0-2. And, whew, another home game. This time against the Montreal Alouettes. And the Alouettes looked good last week. Let's admit it, they look good. The Ticats' next opponent next week. So, tough matchup for Michael O'Connor and the Calgary Stampeders on Friday night. Uh, Speaking of the Calgary Stampeders... And speaking of Ryan Dinwiddie and Nick Arbuckle, two uh, men we mentioned in that interview, uh, of course, Ryan Dinwiddie, the, the head coach of the Toronto Argonauts, he announced today that Nick Arbuckle will be his starting quarterback week three against the Bombers. So Nick Arbuckle, who came into the game in Winnipeg in week two after McLeod Bethel Thompson was benched in the third quarter, uh, will get the start for the Toronto Argonauts when they take on the Blue Bombers again. This time in Toronto on Saturday afternoon. And I'm not sure if you're going to make the trip, but I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about it. Take the GO train, 4 p.m. kickoff. Maybe uh, spend a couple of hours in Toronto to go see the uh, Toronto Argonauts play. Because the first CFL game played on Ontario soil since the 2019 East Final. So, wow, that was a, a long time ago. You have to go back to November of 2019, the last time uh, CFL was played in Ontario. So big game for both teams. Argos looking to get back on track. And the Blue Bombers looking to go 3-0. and And I don't know, could we call it a Zach Caleros revenge game? Obviously, he had his first stint with the Toronto Argonauts back in the day, but uh, was on the Argos roster. Never saw any action uh, before being traded to uh, the Blue Bombers. So we'll have to see how Zach Caleros does against his, uh, his two-time former team. Uh, we'll get more into that game uh, on tomorrow's show. Uh, but just one little other tidbit here. Uh, obviously, uh, we all mourn the loss of former Ticats owner and BC Lions owner and an iconic Hamiltonian in, uh, in David Braley. Of course, uh, owned the Ticats uh, from the... You know, brief stint from the late 80s, early 90s. I was a former chairman of the CFL Board of Governors and, of course, uh, best known for turning around the BC Lions franchise. Uh, Well, the BC Lions have a a new owner, Amar Doman, uh, which was just announced this afternoon. Uh, He's got 25 years of experience in building materials industries, and he's the founder and sole shareholder of the Futura Group. So BC Lions ushering in a new era 
uh, with a new ownership and uh, some exciting news for the CFL because the CFL is better when they have passionate owners who care about the teams and we're always very fortunate here to have Caretaker and if you missed our Caretaker update by the way uh, go check it out wherever you're checking out this podcast had a great chat with uh, with Bob Young owner caretaker of the Hamilton Tiger Cats and uh, make sure you like and subscribe to all our podcasts wherever you get your podcasts because uh, we got a great episode of Task and Twos that dropped yesterday uh, we're gonna have a great episode of Tiger Cats this week with RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker dropping tomorrow so and of course we got Tiger Cats today even on the bye week we've got Tiger Cats today right here on the Tiger Cats audio network as mentioned on tomorrow's show we'll be teeing up the Argos and Bombers uh, looking forward to a great chat with uh, the CFL on TS, or CFL.ca's Matt Cause and uh, TSN 1050 host Matt Cause. So looking forward to chatting with him about the Argos and Bombers. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. Really do appreciate it. As mentioned, make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For the Tidecats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.